the Perseverance rover has been on Mars for just under a year now, and researchers recently published their first findings. The results are surprising. They show evidence that there may have been massive flash floods on Mars billions of years ago. I'm Lexi Petronas from the Los Alamos National Laboratory Public Affairs Office. Join our scientists as they receive updates and information from SuperCam and Sherlock, Los Alamos developed instruments on the Perseverance rover. Today, we're talking to Roger Weens, the principal investigator on SuperCam, about the team's recent findings. The paper that was published recently in Science Journal uh, talks about uh, some of the most, uh, some of the earliest findings that we got from the Perseverance rover, and it happens to be with SuperCam and also with MastCam-Z. And um, so these uh, images that we got, looking at the delta formation in Jezero Crater, about uh, about a mile and a half from where we landed, uh, show us that there were, uh, were very likely flash floods occurring during the time when Jezero Crater had a lake over three billion years ago. We uh, started to use the SuperCam long-distance imaging capability on day 26 of the mission. Landed in, on February 18, so this was in early March, and we didn't know how well SuperCam would actually work at infinity for, for pictures. Uh, it had always been in a clean room, and so we had never gotten to, t- to take pictures at long distance. But on day 26, we set up a, a mosaic where it would take five images of this uh, delta formation. And uh, when we got the pictures back, our jaws just dropped. It has great resolution, actually better than we expected. And uh, what those images tell us is that uh, there were flash floods at, at some point on Mars. The reason we know that is that there are boulders and, and cobbles or, or medium-sized rocks that are in that delta formation. Now, if you had a lazy river like the Mississippi River, you'd expect to have all mud down there. But no, uh, the river at some point brought down uh, rocks and uh, pebbles and even large boulders up to four feet in diameter. And so there must have been some quite big flash floods on Mars um, during the time that Jezero Crater had this lake. So that's telling us a fair amount about the climate on Mars and its stability, which is of very strong interest to us. The images in the study were taken by the remote microimager on the SuperCam instrument from a distance of nearly one and a half miles away. These results highlight the long-range capability of SuperCam, but the instrument also uses its cameras to look at nearby areas and helps the team decide where to collect rock samples. The Perseverance rover uh, team uses uh, SuperCam in many different ways, actually, because we have Uh, In imaging, we have the highest resolution long-distance imager, and that's what's highlighted in this particular article. But we also have uh, three different types of spectroscopy that we can do, two of them with lasers and another one with reflected sunlight. And those also tell us uh, about uh, the rocks nearby uh, and the reflected sunlight, uh, visible and infrared uh, reflectance spectroscopy technique tells us about things far away too. So we have a whole range of things that we use uh, off of uh, the SuperCam instrument. And all of these help us to pick the best samples, uh, to figure out where the rover should drive for those. Uh, all of that uh, with, uh, with this rover 
uh, for eventually bringing back samples to Earth. The rover is currently collecting samples in the Jezero Crater, which has a prominent delta at its western edge. On Earth, we have lots of rivers and they empty into the large bodies of water. I like to talk about the Mississippi River uh, because if you ever look at a map of the area around New Orleans and south of there, uh, there, is, uh, there are many different channels that the river has taken over time to get uh, into the Gulf of Mexico. And below that, below the surface of the Gulf of Mexico, there are large deposits of, of mud, of silt, that the river has brought down over eons and deposited there. And this is basically a delta formation. It is a, um, when, when, this, when this mud hardens into rock, you can have uh, many, many, many uh, feet high of delta formation with imprinted meanders of that river uh, in it uh, and then and, and also uh, evidence of, say, landslides, of mud uh, getting, uh, getting to the bottom of the, of the body of water and so on. So a lot of different material that's brought down from the river. Eventually, the samples collected in the delta will be returned to Earth. They may hold the key to understanding past life on Mars. The return of samples from Mars is a landmark, and people have been dreaming about this ever since the dawn of the space age, uh, and especially since the return of samples from the moon. Uh, we learned so much from those lunar samples, and uh, we know a fair amount about Mars, and certainly have explored it with all of the robotic missions. But there are instruments on Earth that just cannot uh, be sent to Mars. And some of those are especially sensitive for looking at organic materials, looking at um, the special details with respect to those organic materials to understand their origin, whether they came from living biota, uh, microbial materials, or whether they came from uh, outer space uh, via meteorites as uh, sort of non-biologic organic materials. So that's a really important thing and a reason that we want to get samples back from Mars. Mars Technica is produced by Los Alamos National Laboratory. Your host, Lexi Patronis. Joey Montoya, editor. This episode was written and produced by Nick Niegomir. Special thanks to our guest, Roger Weems. Find out more about the laboratory and its mission at www.lanl.gov.